You are listening to Primal Radio, the podcast dedicated to combat sports, martial arts, self-defense, and the warrior mindset. And here are your hosts from Hamilton, New Jersey, Jim McCann, and London, England, Tom McGrath. It's been uh, quite a few weeks uh, since we've been on the air, and uh, you can hear our show. Let me just give ourselves a little bit of a promo here. You can hear Saturday night. At 9 p.m. Uh, on Hamilton Radio, uh, UK time, and 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time and New York time. Um, we're also can be heard on Hamilton, uh, excuse me, on Spreaker, on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Sonos, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Amazon Alexa uh, every week. Uh, so make sure if you listen to us, like us, share it, because uh, those things are important. But uh, anyway. Alana, Tom, how are you guys doing? Better now. Better now. Tom, how are you? It's great to see your big, bald head. Now it's better <laughs> for my big, bald head to be seen. I do have a, I do Yeah, have, I'm good. I'm I, good. I'm going to Thailand tomorrow with uh, see Johnny Max place over there. So it's exciting times. I haven't seen any sun since I was in the States last year. Yeah, so no, that's great. Very that, pale. And are you, that, are you, you're not doing your that when you're doing your test? Your rapid Arnese test? No, that, no, that's that's uh, Philippines in June. This oh. is a bit of Muay Thai training, bit a bit of research and development for JKD London. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. I was actually R&D. watching some of the rapid Arnese stuff uh, yesterday. Uh, it was it was pretty cool stuff, and uh, it was just enjoying the, the movement and the sticks and, and and whatnot. Hey, did you ever check out that show? I was telling you about that fight quest. On YouTube. No, you only told me yesterday, though, so I haven't had much of a chance. Oh, I know. It's a... good. It's it's entertaining. You'll enjoy it. It's, uh, there was not that many episodes, but it was a great show. But anyway, so uh, so here's what happened. <clears throat> We've been off the air because uh, uh, I had some life issues, um, which kind of took me out. And um, essentially, uh, I, I, you know, I've had... Uh, some losses and some tragedy in my life in the past couple of years that has kind of have kind of taken me out, and it all kind of came to a head about uh, you know four weeks ago, whatever the time was. And uh, I'm a recovering alcoholic and drug addict, and uh, I haven't done drugs in like, t- like 20 years. But uh, but anyway, I relapsed, and I uh, I drank and I drank very violently and very heavily for about uh, you know two months. Um, I was actually trying to kill myself by drinking. It uh, really took me out. I was really depressed. I, I do believe, believe it or not, even though I, I, uh, I can come across, I can entertain and stuff. My, uh, I got severe anxiety and depression and uh, a mania. I'm a, a complete, it's huge mania. Like, uh, you know, I work 18 hours a day, six days a week, and then 12 hours on a Sunday, and I don't stop. I sleep maybe two hours a night. Three, you know, and uh, eventually all, the whole world came in, in, and crashed together. And I, I guess that was kind of what the explosion was. Um, in the past year, um, my wife had left me. She's actually filed for divorce. And I don't blame her because it's been, quite honestly, uh, my fault. I was a bad husband. And, um, and uh, I've lost my kids. Uh, I haven't uh, spoken to my son in a year. Uh, it's cause I've, I caused damage to him and I don't blame him. I'm not mad at him, but he hasn't spoken to me. I haven't laid eyes on him. I haven't seen him play a high school baseball game. 
And, you know, all this stuff came into fruition. I also have another daughter uh, who I only see maybe once a month. Uh, she loves me, and she's a great girl. And then I have a third daughter. Now, my third daughter is a heroin addict, and she's currently in jail. And um, for a period of time, I was trying to save her life. And uh, I would uh, have to go pick her up from drug dens and um, and uh, fight off drug dealers. I had to uh, break into a, a drug dealer's house and, and beat the shit out of a couple of guys because she was afraid she was going to get raped. And, um, you know, so it's been tough. And then when my daughter was at my house, um, you know, she's shaking, doing stuff. So I actually had to go out. And this all happened within like two years, you know. So I would ha- I would actually have to go out and, and cop her drugs, so she wouldn't detox on her own, and that that is extraordinarily painful for you to do. But anyway, now she's in jail, and she I don't know she'll get out later this year sometime I guess. Um, on top of that, believe it or not, it goes on and on, right? So these are all the things that all came together. Uh, she had four children, uh, so I had four grandchildren which I had to facilitate their adoption of them. So I haven't seen them at all. But the people are very fortunate to find a, a fantastic Christian family that adopted all four grandchildren. So all this shit that all came together and the explosion of my depression and mania and the anxiety all just hit me. And as a result of that, I, I drank. And um, that was the only way to kind of relieve the pain. And I, I couldn't stop. And at some point, it became physically addicting. You know, where uh, the only way you would relieve your pain would be to continue to drink and then drink and then drink. And, um, and then, uh, um, then I had to detox myself, and, uh, which is, uh, <laughs> it is absolutely no fun. Your body shakes. Um, your mind is racing. You have severe anxiety. Um, uh, that they call it uh, emotional. It's an emotional hangover, you know. And uh, so that that's kind of what I, I, as, that's in a nutshell. There's even more to the story, but I don't know how much more you can handle. But that's kind of what had happened, and I disappeared. So um, I had to pull myself from the depths of hell, you know, uh, just to kind of make it here today. Um, I, I didn't even want to do this, but I thought after having a conversation with you, Tom, and uh, saying, you know, uh, I need to share this with everybody because I know I'm not the only person who goes through this. Um, it's tough, you know. Um, you know, it, it start, you know, it starts when you're a kid. You know, this thing where you know you feel like you're nothing. You're never going to be nothing. You came from nothing. You're you're, you're never going to be loved. You're never going to be happy. You're never going to be blessed. You know, the self-loathing, it was a constant state of depression pretty much my whole life. And I was able to keep it in check somehow. And that's probably why the martial arts, I, I was so that was one of the things that I was able to just completely focus on. And then when I fought, you know, I fought violently <laughs> and very aggressively. But that that's kind of what allowed me to do that, you know, where I could, I could box 40 rounds. And it, just because I, I, I was just so focused. I refuse to give in. But then when the shit hits the fan, it it becomes an issue. But uh, that's it in a nutshell. (laughs) So so, uh, uh, I just wanted to share that with the world. And, uh, you know, hopefully 
it, it helps somebody out there and that they uh, get that message that there is a way out and it's not easy, uh, but that's kind of what I've been going through. So, <laughs> Have you ever shared this before, Jim? Never. No. Never. And, and what's, what's, I guess, I mean, that's a lot to kind of keep bottled up. Oh, yeah, um, no, no doubt. And what's, what's, this obviously has happened in the past to maybe a smaller extent. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I've gone on. Been, been, yeah, past. right. I've, I've battled what, with it my whole life. Yeah. What, what makes you feel ready to share this now? And I do think it's the right move, by the way. Um, I think because if I don't, I won't heal. Yeah. You know, you got to be completely honest and open. And uh, Alana had said something about I was the most open private person, right? I forget. It was the, 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 the most, um, the most uh, public, open, secretive person I'd ever met. What do they call it? The laughing clown or something like that. Right. Like even no, even clown. more That's than that. Even more than clown. that. Right. <laughs> even more than that. He he's uh, such a magnificent series of gestures that uh, and openness that people never realize that they actually don't know much, because his, you know, his. I've just always had the feeling that your personal and private existence you keep very tightly locked up, but right. you're so good at distracting people from it. Yeah. So, so you're. You, you, you've you've become somewhat of a professional of of hiding this stuff. Do you feel like society sort of like makes you hide this stuff away a lot? Um, I think a lot of people. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a tough secret. There'll be you know times you like you know I go to a seminar and I'm like on stage and performing and and uh, and then uh, you know after you're done you, you just want to go isolate and, and go hide in your room and. And, uh, and that's it, you know, um, uh, it, it, it's, it's weird. It's a weird balance, you know, um, it, it's a balance between all that stuff. Um, it's, uh, it's scary. It's frightening, you know, to try to keep that in check and it's a big secret, you know, uh, mm. and, and, uh, you know, how do you tell the world, how do you let people know that this is something you're going through? When, you know, kind of people look up to you at whatever level, you know, think you're this or that, you know, but a, a lot of a lot of comedians and a lot of performers or whatever suffer this, you know, mm, mm. It's, it's a big secret. And they, uh, you know, they're able to keep it under wraps, you know, and then, you know, Prince or Michael Jackson or whoever these people, you know, behind closed doors, they're they're a complete mess. Do you, do you, do you that... find in being in the fight game sort of thing? has made made things worse i mean we're, we're all kind of under i guess a lot of people go to martial arts and stuff like that to become tougher and and that may involve hiding away the weaknesses absolutely um, absolutely you know you've been able to have you got people you can turn to in the in in you know in all these you know martial arts all the, all the way around the world do you feel you've got people you can turn to in these times of need i do i find that difficult though I find it difficult ask, asking for any help, you know, that I, I put so much pressure on myself that I have to do everything, right? And, and then to, to ask for help is a weakness. And, and that, that started at a very young age. You know, uh, you know I, 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 when I was very young, um, I, I, I had braces on my legs. I was kind of crippled, like Forrest Gump. 
Yeah, you've told me that You're right. before. Yeah, You're right, which is shocks people. Right? My favorite film, pretty much. Right, right, and then, and then, um, and then you're um, you're a real tiny kid. You get beat up, you know, uh, sexually assaulted, you know, and they never told anyone that till just right now. And, right. And uh, and then you know you, that's in you forever, you know. It it never ne- it, and that's it, it, it. Back then, in you know the set early seventies, yeah, I, I don't know who would you tell. Would anybody believe you? You know? When when I was listening to um, David Goggins, I know I always reference him, but you put me on to, he said, right. you know, I want to be the, I want to become the hardest man in the world. Right. Was was the marsh, you know, have, having been a victim at that young age, did you say, look, I want to become the toughest guy in the world? And, and you have, really. You've become right. number one ranked kickboxer, number one ranked grappler right. in the US, right? Right, right. Yeah, no, it it, it was it was tough. Um, and that's probably why I worked so hard at it. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was a way to mask it, right? So I figured it's no one would ever hurt me again. You know, yeah. that, that, I, that if someone tried to hurt me or my family, I, I, I'd kill them. Do you feel that there's yeah. a comfort? First of all, um, thank you for the eloquence of what I can only characterize as a litany of heartbreaking losses. <laughs> um, but I, I have, I have been a picnic. Always lovely. <laughs> um, I, I was wondering, you know, I mean, I've, I've said this to you several times that I always um, look at the ring, and I, I, I don't do martial arts because I want to keep anger in check, or because I need self-defense lessons, or physical fitness. It's because I've always seen a great solace in the ring, because I feel like, or you know, whatever, whatever it is, it's a demarcated space where all of the chaos that could possibly be can unfold in an orderly kind fashion and then a timer goes off and that's done and that's left there and you move on and it's kind of like a work of art for you if you wouldn't mind what do you feel like the fight that moment offers me yes Tom too, of course, but but you know <laughs> what is the fight offer? No, what is that the, the moment the the kind of um, unified quality of something that begins and ends? It's compartmentalized. It's neat. It's orderly in its chaos. A fight, you know. You know when it's happening. I mean, I know, I know. There's there's also the street street version that's right. evidently better. But we're gonna we're gonna focus on the sport one um, just because. Um, do you think that do you, do you find any kind of solace in that? Have have you found that something that was was an attraction, or is that just uh, yeah, you know? Part I, of it? I mean, uh, just curious. I, I don't know. I, I you know I enjoyed competing. Um, you know, I, I'm unfortunately um, you know, I, I didn't. You know, I I had no fear in there. It, it was uh, it was just. Uh, I just none I, whatsoever. It was weird. It's the most protected, dangerous place ever. <laughs> All right, it is. It is. Exactly. It's, you know, it's where I I can control my destiny, and uh, and actually, when you fight someone like that too, it brings out the best in you. Quite honestly, your opponent is your uh, is your best friend. You mm. know, so, and your opponent's often yourself. I think as well. Right. You know. Right. Uh, uh, there's an expression. Uh, you know which I may have said on the radio before, I don't know. When you're in your own head, you're behind enemy lines. And uh, and, and that's where I battle 
you know, that's the biggest battle uh, uh, to get out of that, you know, uh, that self mm-hmm. analysis, the constant criticism of yourself and, uh, and, and then eventually, you know, having to medicate with, uh, whatever yeah. with whatever. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I, I may have shared this story a bit on a little, a, a lifetime ago, I fought a real top ranked guy and, uh, and I was, uh, doing cocaine all night uh, till fucking five in the morning. And, yeah, you told me that. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then I might have had a couple beers in the morning to you know hair of the dog, you know, and then, right, and then get in the ring. It was a tough fight, but I won the fight. And then afterwards, it was you know m- more cocaine and more booze. You know, mm-hmm. it was tough. You know, I did a lot of blow years ago. I haven't done it in like twenty years, but uh, it, it was. Believe it or not, when I used to do cocaine, uh, it calmed me down. It didn't get me jacked up, which was weird. It was, it was kind of the opposite uh, of yeah. what happens to most people. I don't know what the hell that was about, but it would it would actually slow my brain down because my brain is o- was always always going when my, from a mania, boom, 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 nonstop thoughts, 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 you know. Bouncing yeah. back and forth, you know, and that's why I can multitask. I think I can do multiple things. I can be typing, have a conversation, you know. And uh, I was, I, I shared today a video of you talking about knife defense on on Facebook, which right. our, our, list, our <laughs> listeners should check out. But um, it's kind of like a polar opposite from the way you are now, which is you're talking almost a hundred miles an hour, and, <laughs> and, and you're, you know, and you're. That that famous laugh and the you know very much the life and soul of the party. But I, I, I'm used to you being very high energy and right. Um, I am. Yeah, it's 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 a different you right now. <laughs> it, it it is. It, it's because you know you're still like I said that that um, emotional hangover. You're still trying to get yeah. past all that. You know, because I hurt a lot of people. You know, yeah. I, I have got a lot of great, tremendous friends. Yourself, Alana. And uh, people who uh, came to the rescue, helped helped yeah. out, run the club, you know, uh, looked after me, called me, you know, and I shut everybody out. So when I drink like that, I don't want to even be around anybody. The curtains are down. I don't want to see the daylight. I, I'm not you know, the TV's on, but I'm not watching the TV. It's just noise to keep me out of my head, you know. Um, mm. You know, I, I and uh, it, it just. I want total and complete isolation, and, and it's, it's self-imposed. And, and uh, you know, I don't answer emails, I, I don't answer phone calls, I don't answer texts. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a weird place to be. You know, uh, uh, which is surprising because you know there were times you know I could go, like you know, be with you and have a pint, and it's not an issue. You know, I, yeah, I, I, I yeah, had, you know, yeah. I had a couple of pints and. It's not a problem at all. It's when this perfect storm over the last year or two uh, hit together, and then you know I just one night, and it was it was I don't even remember it being a conscious thought. I just remember uh, leaving the gym, and then going to the liquor store, and then not being able to stop. And it's it's like a tornado, and it's gaining. So I was going to ask you whether there was a trigger. Um, but you're saying well, yeah, all the stuff that, that kind of nothing on that night. 
I, I it can just ne- a build up. It was a build up and build up and build up, and and I and I you know I didn't know this was going to happen, you know I, I and then uh, it just really just went and like I said like a tornado and it just picked up speed and term and then you the, the the circular thoughts in your head and you're getting pissed and pissed and everything is exasperated in your life. All the things you've ever done, all the things you did wrong, boom, and you take it all into your soul, you know? Yeah. And uh, and it builds and it builds and it builds and it builds. And, and it becomes your reality. And it becomes my reality. Yes, exactly. And and as that happens and does that, you know, you rip other people's lives apart, you know? Um, you know, uh, I disappointed a lot of people. Mm. And, uh, and uh, I... Uh, have reached out to all those people, and, and they've been. And, and how? How uh, you? You obviously called me, and we 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 had a chat. But you, yeah, you must have had to make quite a few calls like that, repeating right. the same sort of message. That must have been very tough. Uh, you know, it was it was it was uh, it was frightening because um, you know to admit that weakness, you know that vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't like being vulnerable. That's why I don't really share anything, you know? And uh Yeah. So that vulnerability and to say, Listen, this is what happened was tough, but after, you know, um speaking, you know, with you and, and Alana and I you know, I just I decided, Hey man, you know, if I don't do this, uh it might happen again. It will never stop. And it it, it won't stop. I mean how I was able to stop at this time was, I, I don't know. I, I went to the hospital, and they rehydrated me. You know, they do your blood work and all that other stuff. You know, um, uh, and then uh, went back home. And, for, you know, for the last, you know, however many days, it, it, you know, it, it's been tough. It's, you're, uh, you can't sleep. Uh, my clock is completely backwards. I'm up all night. I don't sleep at all. I mean, I probably won't go to sleep till tomorrow morning now. Um, just cause, Australian time. Right, right. Yeah, it, 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 it's tough. And then, yeah, you know, it, it's... I want to thank you for the courage of your authenticity. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> no, I, well, no, hey, we live in a world where everyone Snapchats and right. Instagrams and nothing's real, right? Nothing's real, right. Nothing's real, but... Um, I, and nobody really tells the truth because no, that's no. that's frightening and right. yeah, that exposure is well. This um, this is so. Thank you. My other, you know, this this is this is it. So I just figured, you know, we should. Uh, I, I just needed to be honest, uh, you know, to, and I think that's because you're, you're not honest with yourself, and, and you know, mm. and one of the things I was doing real well for a while too, which I stopped doing because I got too busy to do it. Is I would meditate in the morning, uh, you know, watch po- some positive videos, you know. Uh, do, there was a morning preparation, and then I stopped doing it, and uh, and that kind of kept me in check a little bit as well. But I, I, for some reason, I stopped doing it, and I think that was a big part of it too, because I'm a big believer in all that stuff, as we've talked about in the past. You know how to mm. stay positive and do that, and I'm real good at that. I have, like I said, I have all the knowledge of that stuff. And we don't always implement that stuff and uh, and execute on it. And so I need to go back to doing that. 
and uh, and like I said, through my friends and and uh, family, you know, the, I'm I'm able to salvage that. You know, there's some other mm-hmm. stuff which I don't want to share yet uh, because uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that yet, and I don't want that out there yet. But uh, it's nothing. You know, it could go real well or it could go real bad. <laughs> but uh, you know. Um, so we'll see, you know, uh, uh, there were, you know, there were, uh, uh, you know, also, by the way, the year before this, I'll just let you, there, there, you know, I had uh, skin cancer, you know, just three times. I, I've told you that, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, I didn't know that before you told me, right. you told me yesterday. And, and the, yeah. Then I, then I learned that I have this thing called a left branch bundle block. And, uh, with that essentially like a half of my heart doesn't work third of my heart or whatever. And, uh, uh, and it's often caused by a heart attack or something like that. So uh, when I went to the cardiologist, you know, they hooked me up in the EKG and they do all this other stuff. And I, I worked out like super hard. I think I sparred 20 rounds with this shit on and nothing showed up. So the doctor, the cardiologist figures I'm, there's 1% of the world that's born with that condition. It's amazing how the body can work around that. Um, so that doesn't bother me. It was just a, a, an interesting kind of fact, you know, so you have all these yeah. things hitting it, you know, over about a two year period of time. And then, and a, and a bunch of the shit in the past year, which, you know, yeah, like I said, took me out, but it's not an excuse. You know, I should have reached out and asked for help, but that, that, that's always difficult. So when people are in this situation, that's really what's got to happen. You know, we have, uh, I've been to AA in the past and, uh, you know, and, They've been great. Um, not really for me all the time. You know, I, I, there's reasons behind that, but uh, you really yeah. could have reached out to someone and they could, you know, help you along with that, you know. so Yeah, but I don't think a chain of regrets is, is really what's called for at this moment. No, I, no. I, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying I think you're being too hard on yourself. Um, what I was gonna, <laughs> Again. What, what I was, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What I was going to say is that, um, and tell me if this is wrong, uh, yeah. because I, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not the kind of doctor that helps people. <laughs> Let me just clarify, <laughs> not the MD type. Um, yeah, yeah. But I've always seen um, in the way you live your life, you know, you, you always talk about, well, I'm very good at compartmentalizing. And yeah. I've always felt that that's really an understatement. That's like the day to day. But I feel like, you know, people have, the manic depressive i hate bipolar i feel like i'm a polar bear and bipolar but you know people have the mania and people have the depression and they oscillate between them and i felt like watching you live your life as i've seen i've seen i have i obviously don't say hey you know punch me and then let me tell you this but um (laughs) but uh i've always felt like you lived your life in the reality of those states right to the point where you compartmentalized any any of the depression any of the down stuff any of that you know that part of the cycling um was just so tightly locked down um whereas the the mania was public domain um and Mm -hmm. it seemed like it was seemed like that moment when you're waiting for um a fire to begin or something yeah but for like years like with bated breath because i always felt like you kept the, the the basically one part of it just so under wraps that that when it comes out everything else disappears that that, sure. that basically it's it's a night and day that's that's so violently dissociated right that, that most people would probably fold under it 
a lot. Nah, so I'm just, I'm just well, wondering, do, do you feel like you live in a state of mania? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I like mania. I don't mind it. Yeah, it's a lot more pleasant, it's honestly. It's the depression that sucks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't mind being mania. Yeah, maniac or whatever. That's great. Yeah, no, no. That, that I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no one complains about that. Right. Except for their friends Jim, and family. Jim, whilst you were un- unwell, like, you know, Lana and I kept in touch and I'd get sort of updates from, from Alana. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, you know, kept on being like, I might be, it looks like it'll be another week or something like that. And, and what, I mean, we, we talked about what triggers kicked this all off and, and it was yeah. a build up of a lot of things. Yeah. What, what changed in your state over that period where it enabled you to get out of the rut that you were in? Um, I was laying on my couch. I'm laying on my couch and uh, I felt myself dying. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I could feel that I was dying, and uh, it's weird because I was, I was, I could feel myself fading. I don't know if it was my spirit leaving my body. I, I, I was just there, and I, 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 I could feel it. I could sense it, and then um, somehow I would just shake myself and pop up off the couch as fast as I could, going, "Whoa, what, the, what the fuck was that?" Uh, it happened, you know, for days. You know, I, I it really, I, I was dying. I was, yeah. I was probably, in all honesty, I probably had under five percent of life left in me, and, and I, I, I knew it. And, right. and, and then, um, there was a part of me just said, "Fuck it, go get more booze and just let's finish this off." Um, there was a point when I was drinking through this too. Where I'm, I'm vomiting blood, I'm shitting blood, you know, um, pissing blood, and uh, I, uh, so I, I would vomit, I would dry heave, and then grab the fucking rum and drink some more, and I had to force it down, and I know it's, it's completely nuts. I, I would fight, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fight to drink. I'm not kidding. You. I'd vomit in the trash can next to the couch, right? And then, you know, I'd lay down and just feel myself going, and you know, and then get up and you know, go to the bathroom and, you know, and, and uh, you know, you take a shit and there's blood in the fucking toilet, you know, and like, what the, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? It was it was terrible. It was uh. uh so. so- so, so, so that's hard to share. No, no. Do you have a snapshot though in time where you say, "Hey, you know," and you know, is is there a moment that you can start picking yourself up? What, what? I, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, Tom, you're asking, "What is that?" When you're so far into that hell, what is it that? What is the definitive thing, or what is it that gets you to get out of it to turn it around when you when it's when there's nothing to hold on to anymore? Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. 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 I think you know. I don't think, uh, you know, God let me come this far and do this many things uh, just to give up and, and die. And, uh, you know, I'm here for a reason because I've, I've been, you know, almost at this point in the past. And uh, and uh, I decided to fight one more time. You know, I was on the canvas, you know, and the ref's counting me out. And like Buster Douglas when Mike Tyson knocked him out, you know. Made it to the, got up at mm. the count of nine, and I think that's what I did. 
And it's and not... do, you, do you do you think that was you, or do you think that's that inner survival instinct? Because it sounds like you you would. It sounds like you got the warnings, like it's time to get up, and then you'd like, oh, I'll just go and get the bottle one more time. The body it, quits. Kind of, yeah. It, it, the body quits before the mind every time. Yeah, I think so, you're so right. You, Sorry. So you, so you know, you, you, the greater part of the, in this battle between depression right. and what you really want, or it, it, the, the the real true you won. But it was, it was, it went to the twelfth round. Oh, the, 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 the 15th, like back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, that, it was that close, man. I, I really, I really believe it was that close. I, I am shocked that I was able to get up and, and do that. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still going through the DTs, I guess at some point, you know, um, you know, I'm sleeping this morning and, you know, and, and not feeling great and going, you know, I don't want to do this, you know, and, 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 I still believe it or not, as crazy as it sounds, fight with going going back out and let's finish in the job. It's it's a weird cycle. It's an insidious disease if you believe it's a disease or a mental disorder. You know, um, um, I feel much better now mentally, um, especially sharing this is 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 is, is a big a big relief mentally you know to expose your soul to the world and say this is me good bad or indifferent and yeah. uh um it is um it, it's a, it's quite it's a battle and it's all in your excuse me it's all in your head and uh and that's our that's our biggest enemy is is the battle that is between our between our ears you know i gotta say most people would um after experiencing uh, what you have over such a protracted period of time would take at least 28 days or so, 30 days, you know, that there would be some kind of buffer. But um, it seems like, it seems like uh, there hasn't been that, that, you know, that you're, you're jumping back in really fast. Oh yeah. How does that feel? How does it feel to jump in fast? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I have every faith in you. You know that, but yeah. I'm just asking. It's, it's like, got, it feels like shit. <laughs> it's it's got to happen. You know, I got I got to get back. I got to get back to the gym. You know, I have a, a fight coming up. Um, I, I got to get back to exercising. Oh, and by the way, I've lost thirty pounds. So is that a silver lining story, or is it of muscle? <laughs> right, right, right. I'm thin. You know, I'm like my biceps are gone. I had big arms, and you know. Uh, I, I literally, literally thirty pounds. I went from about two thirty to two oh two. You know, Not and now I didn't eat for three weeks. No food, nothing in me. Um, not, not nothing. Not, not a, not a fruit, a vegetable. Um, and uh, I'm having trouble eating now. Is actually still. Uh, yeah. The smell you've of got to acclimatize to yeah, it. Yeah. There's another thing I with my gut. I forget what they call it. Um. I can't remember as a result of of drinking it, and so like I'll 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 get I'll say well, let me cook this, right, and then like a one bite of it, and I want to vomit. Mm. So I'm still having trouble eating. Um, you know, ice pops worked <laughs> because they were nice and cool. I, I was able to eat some ice pops, um, but uh, and uh, and 
and drink some milk because they, they kind of soothe the belly, you know. Mm. But outside of that, but look, I'm on the way back, um, you know, you know, and uh, I uh, and it was funny because it was it was kind of like on ironically enough, you know, I went to the hospital over the uh, Easter weekend, and on Sunday. You know, I was able to uh, rise again, as I say, <laughs> you know, and uh, get back on my feet. You know, I was, oh, I was very unsturdy on my feet, too. I mean, I would mm. get up and, and, you know, almost fall over. The balance wasn't too good. Um, mm. But it's it's all coming back pretty good. Matter of fact, I wanted to even try to work out tomorrow. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, do some rounds, um, which probably won't be safe, but... Uh, I, I, th- those are the kind, you know, I, I'm, I'm intense that way. So I think resilience is the word. I that, got uh, fuck, it's fucked upness is what it is. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I mean, I, I, I have to say that that I mean, this is a really well known, don't roll your eyes, Tom Winston Churchill quotation, which is that success is not final and failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts. Love it. And so I have to say that, I mean, you know, that there's, you know, the rumble in the jungle is the first fight I ever saw. And, um, right point. yeah. And the reason, and the reason that I'm bringing it up now, um, it was actually an assignment from Jim. <laughs> the reason yeah. I'd never seen any of them. So, uh, so the reason I'm bringing it up now is because that to me was the defining characteristic. What Muhammad Ali did was the defining characteristic of what a true, what what makes somebody you know the the gem of their character the true definition of of excellence a champion um, because it's really easy to just win a lot it's really easy sure um, and then it's sure it's hard to to lose but it's hard to lose and come back and right and have that all of that uncertainty all of the peril and the risk of going even further down a road that confirms the worst of you or what you great, you know, the greatest fears mm. and confronting that possibility oh. again. <laughs> so I always think of that when I think it's, of things like this, please go ahead. Sorry. So, um, I, I, I think, I think that's uh, excellent points. I mean, I think you, you, you gain nothing from winning. It's sort of, it, you know, it's, it's, it's the continual failures that, that, that's right, that where you, where you grow making mistakes, you know, that's how you make the light bulb. That's how you make every, everything in life. And you, you right. accept that em, embrace it. Um, but it's good what, in theory, but <laughs> living it is hard. Yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I'm no, agreeing. no, it is. It is. And yeah, that's, no. everyone says, you know, like Michael Jordan, I've missed, you know, so it's the, everyone remembers the shots you made. They don't remember the, the millions that you miss. He, the fact is, he practiced more than everyone else. I'm sure he was to some extent naturally gifted, but it's it's um, it is picking yourself up off the canvas, which which builds character. It's that that's what well, that's the, what then I got, about. <laughs> I got character coming out of my ass. <laughs> Jim, what's 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 going to change this time? I have to, no you know, fucking you're, idea. You're at the early stage of exiting, you know, what's been a really rough period for um, you. And I'm sure there's a few steps to go to, but what what do you hope you can do to you know to to make sure that this time's different? Um well, you know, I got to go back to my my meditation, I got to go back to my mindfulness, you know, uh share this with people, 
you know, I've shared it with um, a bunch of, like I said, I made a bunch of phone calls and messages to clients, and I'm going to share it with all my students. And and that's not going to be easy. And mm. um, and 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 uh, you know, make sure you 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 practice being completely honest and ask for help. Um, and uh, that's it. You know, uh, uh, it's tough. Uh, prayer. You know. Whatever, whatever it is you do, you know, uh, um, it, you know, I, I'm a real believer in uh, the law of attraction. And mm-hmm. so when you get in that negative thought and you get in that negative whatever, the universe is just sending you all that negative energy and you're feeding off of it, right. you know. Because yeah. when I'm in the exact opposite, um, everything else works out. I, I, there are times, you know, there's like the, the mind's eye where you, um, uh, I would be very aware that I was having negative thoughts about stuff. And, and then I would go, whoa, I don't have to own that thought, you know, that thought that, you know, uh, uh, so I would dismiss that thought and, uh, that's what I need to do again. But I really just attracted a lot of negative stuff in my life and let everything come to fruition and, and allowed me to explode. Um, I, I, I maybe I need to seek some uh, psychology or psych. I don't know what the hell they call them. Shrinks, uh, uh, and get some medication for something to, to e- equal me out. You know that's a possibility. Um, uh, but uh, well, reassurances are never there, right? That's that's one of right. the most frightening things. It's that right. I mean. I, Everyone, you know, people around you, friends and family, you know, I, I, I know, you know, want want some kind of concrete, like, well, here's the solution, or this is what's going to happen, and you can give lots of those lines, I think. Yeah. And, I mean, you probably have a bag of them. Anyone could just pull out, and they could be very, very convincing, but I think that they're all um, only half truths, and yeah. there's never, there's never any kind of reassurance that sticks you know unfortunately mm. that that that's that that's kind of the tragedy of 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 learning through experience for example is that you you never you never have a precept that you can go by that you don't you don't um flirt with total disaster i yeah. think that's i think that's also one of the one of the difficulties um Jim, the, the, you you um you're I, I think for a lot of the listeners and people who know you will, you know, know and respect you for how tough you are, um, which we <laughs> talked about earlier on. Yeah, yeah. And um, at the time that this ha- has happened, yeah, arguably you're the most successful you've ever been. So you've just opened a ten thousand square foot right. gym, and um, you know, we've got this radio show's going quite well. You know, we had this seminar lined up in Belgium. Blah blah blah. Lot so loads of stuff great stuff was going on for you professionally um i think i think the listeners or anyone who's going through something similar will will sort of take a lot of solace in that what what sort of messages and advice i i I guess if if that's the right word words would you have for people that are going through their own tough times that you know like me i didn't know what you were going through until Mm -hmm. you told me a couple of days ago um what what message would you would you pass on to people who have who are in a similar situation or uh, etc? Well, you know what, you can get through it. 
I've been through this at some level in the past. Not, uh, not nothing like this. Um, but uh, you can get through it. It will get better. I know that's like a cliche. And it's hard to believe when you're going through it. Because when you're in that shit, you don't believe anything but your own negative thoughts, you know? Um, but you are strong enough. And you are capable of getting through this. Um, it, it's um, You don't have to be that prisoner. You know, you don't have to let uh, your demons beat you down. You can take over and you can take charge of your own life. Uh, and uh, it is it is a battle. And you got to be willing to battle. You got to be ready to kick ass. And you got to fight this shit with everything you have. Because it will come back and it will kick your ass every single time. You know, you've got to stand up and you've got to fight with everything you got. And uh, and if you don't, it, it will beat you, you know. It, uh, th- th- I mean, that's the best advice I can have is, is you got to fight that fight and not give up. Because as soon as you do, um, you'll be dead, you know. Uh, I, I would have been dead on that couch. I'd have been dead in the hospital. I- dead. Sorry. I just think that it's um, particularly um, powerful coming from you rather than, I mean, I'm sure we could get successful, interesting people who suffer from whatever. I don't care. What I'm talking about is I care about is, is the moment of, okay, in what you do, who you are and what you do is the same thing in many ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And so do you think that there's a greater, I mean, I, Begging the question, I actually think the answer is yes to my question, but do you think there is a kind of greater liability for you professionally in um, essentially owning the uh, the simple fact of being human and thus vulnerable and thus imperfect? I, I have no idea. <laughs> no, I mean, what do you... What do you <laughs> Uh, no, do you think it's like it's like um say say somebody who who is a I don't know a foot model or something and then suddenly there's an acid problem you know an acid disaster and their 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 foot is disfigured forever or like uh whoever it is that you know women you know famous um actresses who take out like life uh, who take out insurance on their legs right right right, right. like um well, you know I, I don't well, need to do that well no you don't but um, <laughs> but I what I you know they do that because that's the, that's that's like their money making part so to speak and right. for you your money making part is all of you and up to your soul I feel from what I see. And so what I want to know is, um, or I, what I'm trying to say, in fact, it's less a question, more a statement, is I feel that this is particularly difficult and particularly meaningful that you say these things and you tell us this because um, I think that in your work there's there's no room for being human, really. There's no, there's no um, you know, people want the cinematic version of things a lot of times and it almost becomes a liability to be a person to be to be human. Yeah. Do you see that, Tom? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the pressure. No, the pressure. The pressure becomes completely. You know, it, it. You know, take everything that any. You know, that you might experience personally, and then make it exponentially greater. You know, that pressure mounts, and so I think that it's. Uh, it's impressive. So, society often just makes you. You know, you 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 become 
what society wants you to be or what the people around you need to be and this and the other and you're not truly authentically you and I think you know that's what you've been able to do very well today and perhaps (laughs) haven't done at all for many many years many many years (laughs) (laughs) that's funny that's I mean it comes back to being the most the most um, secretive private public person I've ever known right right yeah (laughs) When you're asking, sir, here's here's something. I don't know where I got this, but when you're saying some recommends, and I I, I I I think this is an interesting kind of poem. So here's 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 what it is. Like it says, "You matter in this moment, in this place, regardless of your last name, your status on the team, the letter at the top of the exam. You matter. History will be written in your steps." Eyes and ears will see and hear the beauty of who you are. Trust in tomorrow. Believe in the story. And hear me now. You matter. So I don't know where I got that, but that would be probably something I would send someone. So I think that was kind of an interesting thing. So, I mean, and and I got to believe that about me sometimes, you know, that, you know, You've made a difference that you were, you just weren't here and wasting breath. I'm making a difference. Yeah, Thanks. you know, so, you know, uh, everyone does matter. Everyone will make a difference, you know. Uh, there, there's a saying, you know, to, uh, uh, to the whole world, you might be just one person. But to that one person, you might be their entire world. So I thought that was a pretty. Pro- I don't know where I got that. It was great, but it was a. It was a. It was, I thought it was a beautiful thing. I think that's a nice message to wrap up with. It's a uh, powerful. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could bring everyone a nice, bright, sunny show. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, full of comedy. Um, uh, well, people who think that spring is about, you know, rebirth, yeah, that that's painful. Right. Right. <laughs> our, our second most emotional effort, uh, uh, episode, which was far less emotional than this one, I think, was our Christmas special. Right. And we, t- we talked about um, gratitude, which I think is something Americans do much better than us because you have the uh, Thanksgiving and things like that. And it's something we don't focus on enough in the UK. Right. But. Um, you know that that message, and that that for everyone that is out there going through something similar, there are people who care about you. There certainly were a lot of people that cared about Jim um, over the last two months, and they'll be alongside you for you know if when you're ready to help yourself get better, they will right. be there for you to support you, and they care about you, and the world will be a worse place ah. without you. <laughs> regardless of how you feel right right. now now well and i feel actually pretty good right now so surprisingly um well you know let's wrap up the show um tom you have a safe trip to taiwan thailand thailand Thailand, wherever the the fuck it is um you can (laughs) no sequels to the greatest story and we'll be back on next wednesday um are we gonna have a guest next wednesday I think we might just have Johnny Mac and Lack live from Thailand. 
provided I can get a good internet connection. Over that would there. be great. Be okay. That would be okay. Yeah. That would be fine. And good. then I'll, I'll line up guests from thereafter. Yeah, because I've had a lot of inquiries about, you know, people wanting to be on the, excuse me, I got the hiccups. Uh, <laughs> it's not because I'm drinking. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all right. Hey, man, guys, thanks so much. Alana, thank you. Tom, thank you guys so much for your help. And, and I hope the people got a good uh, message out of this. Um, and, uh, you know, you can hear us on Hamilton Radio every Saturday night, 9 p.m. UK time, uh, Saturday night, 9 p.m. New York time. You can hear us on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Sonos, YouTube, SoundCloud, Amazon, Alexa. Uh, we will be back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, next week. Peace out. You have been listening to Primal Radio in association with Primal Gym and Primal Promotions. Primal Radio is available on all good podcast venues. To help us grow, please subscribe, like it, share it, and leave us a great review.